1: Hi, folks. I'm Alan Watt, and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 15th of October, 2008. I always advise newcomers to go into CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com website where you can download, oh, I don't know how many talks I've given in the past, which cover a lot of the pertinent areas of this big, grand New World Order system that's not just coming into view, it's here. And I try and show you how it's been done, who's behind it, the big organizations, and that's the key to everything, is organization. And how they have planned to bring in their brave new worlds, and over the course of maybe a generation or so, they'll bring the populations down. But in the meantime, they're militarizing society, and they plan to use the children of the sheep at the bottom. They have no problem recruiting them, generally especially when they flood them with so much violence in the movies where, the, where the, you can't tell who's bad, who's good. The guy who wins is the good guy, using all the big weaponry to his command. And the children just love that stuff. And being children, they grow up to be older children, never adults, and then they join the military and go off and fight the wars, where they never benefit at the end. And generally it's for the worst, actually, afterwards. So we work this big agenda into reality for those who plan it. We do it willingly, in fact, unfortunately. And perhaps that's the key to it all. Also look into Alan where you can download transcripts done in the various languages of Europe. And I should tell people too that they can go to my website and they can buy books uh, CDs and DVDs, or they can donate to me as well. And it's on the website, How to Do It. And I know that thousands upon thousands of people listen to my stuff. In fact, generally you'll find a lot of talk show hosts will repeat what I say a day or two later. It's been that way for years. But you know, there's about a handful of people ever contribute anything to me. The same people over and over. And even today I was pondering the whole thing of is this really worth doing? Because a lot of the people, too, I get hundreds or thousands of emails coming in here, and it's from people who don't contribute anything, and they're either praising you, which is fine, but praise is cheap, and or else they're condemning you for giving them the bad news. They don't like reality. They don't like truth. And it's very true. If you've been living in the la la land of indoctrination and fantasy, you get a big shock when you see the truth and the magnitude of it all. But there's also thousands of people out there too, who will subscribe to other shows, money-wise, to all the the junk that's out there, that deliberately out there to confuse them, in the New Age movement combined with the Patriot movement, and that's no accident. Because it makes it all irrelevant, it makes it all very silly when you mix aliens and various other creatures that used to adorn women's purses or their feet into the whole Patriot movement or it's all written in the stars kind of stuff. But again, people have the right to choose how they want to be deluded and it's much better to be entertained while you're being deluded, it seems. With the idea of subscription because I do not live here on fresh air. Not that you can get fresh air because I'm at the top of the jet stream loop and this is where the heavy, heavy spraying comes in. And I'll be back with more of this after these messages. is cutting through the matrix. And what is the matrix? The matrix is the fake reality that's promulgated by the media and by the entertainment industry, the education system, and all of the intelligence departments and PR, which are attached to every single government body. You don't realize that almost all information that's given out to the public is given it by public relations specialists and the reason they're there is because you see all these organizations and departments of government have their agendas set in stone and their job is to try and get you into an idea who will be on board for whatever plans they have coming up ahead and to do it in the most genteel and innocuous way that's their job and just this weekend, I read a report from basically the, the Signals outfit in Britain, where they talk about how they manage the media, all Department of Defense propaganda is managed by basically a regiment, and they decide what you're going to know or think or believe. And they can all be very different things, each one of those. They actually talk about how the whole UK population is their target. And then they go on to their overseas targets. So they all overseas media. And they tell their own staff how to get in touch with reporters and get them on board. And Editors apparently comply very well. No wonder most of them are in the CFR. Or the Royal Institute of International Affairs, which is just one and the same thing. And they talk about how to secure, how to secure their target, just like any military operation. And how they must always try and subvert opinion. Basically, subvert it. And how they subvert any opposite opinion in any media across the world. It's a how-to book on sabotage of media. And yet most people still believe that what's on television or comes through the newspapers must be true. That's how naive they are, as I say. But no wonder, because they're so mind-bombed uh, by what they think is the counter to all this, the truth movement. And all of its aspects, where you bring in the advocates and the devotees of the New Age So everything's mixed together, and it becomes totally confusing. And it's no accident that there are people out there that are set out there to confuse you. You see, they created the whole New Age movement and bombarded us with sci-fi until we can't tell the difference between reality and fiction. So people are sitting ducks, you see, for disinfo experts to come out into society. And after reading the Department of the of Defense for Britain and NATO and how they do this kind of stuff, it only confirms what I already know. The people that are targeted. A couple of weeks ago, I read a document which stated quite openly that the general public have no ability to reason for themselves. They can't discern what they're reading. They cannot discern truth in data and information. They know this because, you see, they've worked on our minds our whole lives long. This is not by chance. This is part of strategy. And we, we think as individuals on small levels, what we can influence in our own life, and the magnitude of the Cooperation between all of these specialized departments that give us a reality, this scientifically indoctrinated reality, the very type that Aldo Huxley talked about, it's it's come to be. It's here. And it's held together by the cooperation of the mainstream press. It's held together in its confusion, deliberate confusion, by all the disinfo specialists that are promoted out there. But most of all, it's like the movie Chicago, where the characters who were jailbirds all through the movie and are now very famous and rich come out and say to the public an audience, we couldn't have done it without you. We couldn't do it without the general public, the approval of those who like to be fascinated and entertained and that's what we have now we have people running in circles from new age book to new age book to new age book and all the old nonsensical books that were turned out in the late 1800s by the Rosicrucians that were meant to stupefy the people are all recirculated and reprinted and they're all very fascinating if you want to go into that realm But you see, you have to go much, much further and look at the stark reality of what really is coming your way and who is doing it. And it's easy to find who is doing it because every think tank, every network, every organization with its mandate is up on the Internet. And they do publish their mandates. The United Nations publishes their mandates. The UN publishes every group that's affiliated with it And you go into their their world meetings, and they publicize what they want to do. In the 70s, the UN had a document out in a massive world meeting on a new economic order. And you think it's just happening today. And it's shocking when you find out that I'm even telling you this, because for years you've been chasing rainbows and spacemen and trying to find out the stars really do tell you the future. I keep telling people, if you want to believe in that kind of stuff, train your children to design their own constellations because you can make anything up that you wish. That way, perhaps, you go towards your own programmed destiny that you created for yourself. People love to be titillated and... They love to be carried off into fantasy. So you have all these people chasing the wrong things, absolute fictional creations by intelligence services. And when they're doing that, they're not watching what's going on. They're not even indignant to what's happening to them personally. Until the boot knocks down their door, that's when they object. But in the meantime, they go along with pretty well anything. And that's what Zygmunt Brzezinski said himself. He said that a technique was coming and being used on the public where they will never guess that all their opinions, and he meant too, all those things you believe in, will be downloaded into you. The people have no indignancy as to what's happening. They're made to feel powerless, and they don't even realize that none of these organizations could make policy that affects them, including their own governments, without their passive cooperation. And they keep shouting, what will we do? What will we do? There are a few people over the years who have emailed the government and told them that they do not back any of these agendas, and they're not afraid to put their names down in the letter's. Everyone else who's terrified and scared looks for leaders. The leaders are supplied to you. And they'll keep you in circles until the end of time. But the last thing you'll want to do is do something yourself. Because you're scared. You'd rather have the western where the the good guy drives into town on his horse, gets off it and shoots all the bad guys pats you on the head gives you ice cream cones and lets you play again in the little fantasia world that's the reality of life and that's the reality that's discussed at top think tanks for all kinds of strategy including military strategy controls your media it's not nice to know but it's the truth Once in a while I do get people who say, you must be part of this. You know too much. So knowing too much scares those people who haven't looked into anything. They probably watch the sports every weekend. I've been doing other things with my whole life, my whole life long. They find out what was going on. You get other ones who, who ask me what to do about it. And you see, here's the problem. Why is it that everyone has to ask what to do? It tells you that they're not used to making decisions themselves. Something else the elite know. How far can they go to humiliate you? Totalitarianism, as it's never been done on a scale on this planet before, is happening right now and the people are running in circles and reading junky old books that are liberally put out there to cause the kind of confusion that is happening in their own minds because this is a battle for the mind and it's taken very seriously at the top with PSYOPs operations in conjunction, as I say, with signals operations the NSA and every other agency on this planet working together To make sure that you will never have a mind of your own. And I know all of those ones out there too. Who do contribute and subscribe to certain shows. That like red eyes and so on. Well, good luck with your brains. You have a lot of unscrambling to do. Back after this break with more. Hi, folks. I am Alan Watt, and this is Cutting Through the Matrix. Just letting off some steam here, because I say nothing comes in here much, and thousands listen. Thousands who do listen and subscribe to podcasts, even. And like their entertainment, and that's very fine and well. That is their decision. That's their right to do so. I always used to say back in the 70s, when I watched people falling off the stage, With LSD, I should say, what's their right to scramble their brains and damage it? And I don't mind at all, as long as it doesn't become my problem. In other words, their problem becomes mine. It's a different story. And you understand out there, too, there's a lot of unstable people. They show their instability by their rants and their raves. One recently called me a communist, apparently, And told people not to donate any money to me, but how far can psychosis go? There's lots of them out there. They can't handle the bad news. The bad news is definitely overwhelming. And a lot of them who are into the New Age are finding that their New Age beliefs aren't enough to keep them intact. They're scared and they're frightened, and so they lash out at people. And that's what people generally do. They like to behead, like to kill the bearer of bad news. I don't see myself as out there entertaining people. I'm not doing entertainment. It certainly is not a business, believe you me. But when you mix entertainment with the truth, you're already in a fictional world people realize that. And I could certainly tell you a lot more, but the occult has been preached out there because I've studied my whole life long. I know it from back to front, up and down. And I could fascinate you forever and you'd probably throw money at me because you do like to be entertained. Uh, but I won't do it. I'll leave that to the entertainers. Here's an article here from the BBC News. And what they're doing is militarizing uh, the youth in Britain. So the Prime Minister here, Brown, backs more school cadets. Government review will re- recommend more state school pupils be encouraged to sign up for military cadet training. It's been reported. Now this ties in with a couple of articles I read about two months ago from a, an ex-admiral who worked in intelligence for Britain who became a school teacher as well and who advocated the same thing. And the reason it won't go away is because it's a mandate. It's already on the cards, it's drafted up, it's written out, and it will be made to, to come, it to will be made to pass through. It says here, a civil and military relations review will suggest it could improve attitudes towards armed forces and discipline. MP Quentin Davis, who headed the review, told The Observer the Prime Minister was very keen on using the cadets more. Tory leader David Cameron, who suggested a citizen service, citizen service for all 16-year-olds, said it was a good idea. I told you years ago this would happen because Hitler did it, uh, the young communists did it too. Every tyrant in history has done the same thing. Only this is to be worldwide. It won't be just Britain. It means all the Commonwealth countries as well. And I have no doubt the U.S. will follow suit. Says Mr Davies, a former Tory MP who defected to Labour last year, and Britain they walk across the floor, they call it from left wing to right wing when it suits them because it's all a farce anyway. He says it told Observer Newspaper the Prime Minister is very, very keen on the opportunities represented by cadet forces. He added we will be making a number of recommendations to increase the use of the superb national asset. The people are the asset. There are only 60 cadet forces in comprehensive, that's the low-class schools, the public schools uh, in Britain. It says in England and Wales, compared with 200 in grammar, that's that's the ones you pay for, the schools that you pay for, because that churns out the officers, you see, those that Margaret Thatcher said will lead the country. And it says, last month teachers voted to oppose military recruitment activities in schools if they employ misleading propaganda. On Monday, the Conservatives will outline some of the policies they would pursue in government to improve school discipline. Asked about the Cadet Force policy later, and where he thought it was similar to his own calls for a national voluntary six-week program for all 16-year-olds, party leader David Cameron said, it's good there's a free market in ideas. That's how politicians answer. Politicians don't answer any question directly. They're told, and they're actually taught this, they're actually taught to answer the question as though it was the question they would like to have been asked. He said there was not, uh, he was not calling for a return to compulsory national service, that's conscription, but wanted a scheme in which every 16-year-old took part in community service, which is conscription. He added, what the Prime Minister seems to be talking about, extending the cadet force, I think, is a very good idea. And it is a good idea if you want to militarise society for this Hundred Years' War, you see. You get them in young and they just graduate right into the army. Mr. Davis said the review was also looking at encouraging the wearing of military uniform by off-duty troops. This is another big thing that this must be. They want to see is the, the, the troops in amongst us, you see, until we become used to them, very used to them. This is all strategy. There's a definite move back in that direction, and there is overwhelming support within the military for this. Well, of course there is. It's those guys that pushed it. Said to be calling for a re-examination of the way that the military is portrayed in the school's curriculum, and I'll, and I'll go through this. is quite interesting. After this break,
0: you're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.
1: Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt. We're cutting through the Matrix and I'm explaining from the BBC uh, that the government is going after the children. They might as well do something with them. That's their attitude basically. Because, you see, they've created a society where there is no discipline, uh, and they said they would do this, mind you, many, many years ago. The state would give their values to the child. We see the outcome in that everywhere. We also saw the massive onslaught on parental discipline by all the various NGOs and agencies that said that your child's a little adult, let them do as they wish. Mr. Spock was the first one they put out there to do this and at the end of his life he says we've raised a nation of young psychopaths but that was his job because people can't think for themselves same thing that Bertrand Russell says since eventually people will be unable to do anything by themselves they have to ask an expert an expert who tells them how to even change a child's diaper Boy, well, see all that's happened they've taken away people's ability to decide anything for themselves And to create the society they knew they would create where uh, the children are literally separated totally mentally from the parents. They don't communicate and they've been indoctrinated into groupthink through the school system. They've also been flooded with drugs from the 60s onwards. That was another part of the strategy to destroy all the old system. You must do that to bring in the new. So here's another article here, and it ties in again with this this part about training them in the schools, training the children from the schools. Retrain ex-troops, as army troops, military troops, as teachers, ex-servicemen and women, should be retrained as teachers to bring military-style discipline to tough inner-city schools. A think tank, a think tank, <laughs> has said. The government is being urged to adopt a U.S.-style program, Returning former soldiers, sailors, and airmen to school, the Center for Policy Studies, and we've heard of them before, haven't we? Says ex-soldiers could have a profound effect on discipline and learning. The Conservatives are backing the idea. Of course they are because they're no different from the other side. Saying children need order and role models for self-discipline. That is true, Now, I've done away with fathers. A report by Think Tank says the fact that the ex-soldiers had a macho image could help engender respect Particularly among boys, because that's all they've seen in their video games. The, the big hulking guy with the biggest gun wins. The troops to teachers, troops to teachers. That also means that means students to soldiers, I guess. The troops to teachers program in the US retrains soldiers with a minimum of 10 years experience and the degree as a police certified teacher. Those with lower qualifications are retrained as vocational teachers. Some 16,000 service personnel have qualified as teachers since T3 was set up in the U.S. in 1994. Whether we like it or not, children from more deprived neighborhoods often respond to raw physical power. Raw physical power. And you know what that means, you see, because years ago they discussed recruiting, basically the junkies and the gang members from some of these cities into the military, and it has been done for the last few years. That's what they were after in the first place. And again, the Center for Policy Studies report said that their program had been an outstanding success with some 88% remaining in the profession three years after they qualified. As compared to the usual retention rate for teachers in the U.S. of 50% after five years. The report suggested ex-servicemen could have a particularly strong effect on discipline and learning. This is not merely because ex-servicemen are sure of their own moral authority. I guess you get moral authority, get morality when you go into the military. It's all that blood and gut stuff. It gives you morality, you see. They're not intimidated by adrenaline-fueled adolescence. They have, unlike most teachers, been there before. Well, you see, all teachers get full of adrenaline. It's just that they can't do anything because they're terrified to do anything. You see, but I guess the military guys are different. They'll be able to handle physically any problems because, after all, it's, well, military, isn't it? There's also argued that the perception that these teachers had been in a match profession would be well by inner city children. It says, um, Chief of Defense Staff Lord Guthrie said knife crime, drugs, and violence were reported daily in the inner cities. Have you watched what the media and entertainment industry have given these children to grow up on? Have you watched the Slaughter and Guts movies? How come they never say anything about Hollywood? Well, it's because Hollywood was chosen at a world meeting in Britain back in the 60s, held by the Royal Institute of International Affairs, to guide the world's future through entertainment And that would would create the culture of the future. It was all over the newspapers at that time. And that's why they'll never, ever report on what's coming out of Hollywood. Their job is to report the effects on society. So that's one article. You can read all the rest of it for yourselves. But there's no magic in there, unfortunately. So if you look for magic or prophets to come along, I'm afraid I don't have them here tonight. And here is one from Melbourne, Australia, on the next part of the abuse system, on people who will take it quite calmly. They're getting very physically fit now. They can bend down and touch their toes whenever they're told. It says here, this is October 15th, Scanners being tested at Melbourne Airport will not blur the genitals of passengers. In other words, they can see right through you can see everything there. It says domestic travel is leading Melbourne Airport over the next six weeks will be asked to test new security scanners they can see through clothing. The body scanner trial and, and an issue, of course, is there's voluntary testing, but if you don't go through it, they have to you know, give you a, a rub down, a pat down. They have special people for that who have been raised who like patting people down of various genders. It says here, transport security authorities are trying a new X-ray backscatter body scanner, which has been described by critics as a virtual strip search. The scanner uses a low energy X-ray. X-rays you see, it's interesting about X-rays because you see each X-ray is accumulative in the body. The radiation is accumulative in the body, but they're not telling you that here. And there's no safe level, uh, level of X-ray. That's still to be decided. They're finding, for instance, that some children who are x-rayed frequently in Canada for different things, generally bone problems, have all ended up with massive cancers. But they won't tell you as you're paying your money to get to that business deal on the aircraft that uh, may cave while the sun shines because tomorrow you crumble as your bones fall apart. It says here they're using this to reveal any objects, metal or otherwise, under a person's clothing, including body features, testing will be entirely voluntary during the trial, which is being undertaken to test how the new scanners would affect the flow of passengers through the security point. Well, I'll tell you how old. You know they're going to go through it. It does see through clothing, but it's not a photographic image. It's a low-energy x-ray. That makes me feel all better. That reflects off the skin, said Cheryl Johnson, General Manager of the Office of Transport Security. It will show the private parts of people but what we've decided is that we're not going to blur those out because it severely limits the detection capabilities. In other words, they can't get a good giggle. You don't have a good giggle, you see, when you're a pervert, to employed, to watch people and to see their genitals. It's possible to see genitals and breasts while they're going through the machine now. However, Ms. Johnson, who, of course, is a PR spokesperson person, just to spin a lie, that's her job, said there were a number of measures in place to tackle concerns about privacy, The faces are automatically blurred and it's only a chalk-style outline. It's not as invasive as some of our other equipment that we've got. Ha, ha, ha. I wonder if they'll retain her because she's got a loose mouth there. Doesn't think too much, does she? The security officer that's looking at it is located away from the screening lane, so there's no comparison of the person walking through and the image. The images are not saved. You literally walk through. The screener hits a button to say clear, and the image goes. And what's interesting, too, is that the, the reason they're given these days for every country, for what they do to you, say, well, you know, the U.S. has got it, or, or Britain's got it, so, so that's okay then. If someone, they're still beheading people down in Borneo. Does that mean that we should do it too? You see, here's, here's the, 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 the trick of psychology they use on the populace in every, every blurb they give out to the media. And Ms. Johnson said these were a direct response to an alleged terrorist plot in 2006 to detonate liquid explosives on board containers or airliners. And that's all I need to tell you today because everything comes under security. Everything is security. Even taking your children and putting them up in fatigues is to do with security and discipline. And psychopaths love Discipline. They love uniforms. They love them. And they love chains of command. You see, the psychopath who is sadomasochistic will worship the one above and despise those below. This article here is from the Wall Street Journal, October the 1st. It's amazing what comes through as they keep you busy about this pre planned meltdown of the economy which is only get the new system in place so the government can literally come into you, you, down to you and your bank account, and demand to know what you're buying, why you're buying this, and tell you not to buy it. And it also gives them a a footprint right into your bank account to withdraw taxes for carbon footprints and all that kind of stuff. You see, that's a real agenda here. It also pushes the next part of the the GATT treaty where the richer countries fund the poorer countries Directly through carbon taxes and all the rest of it. Carbon taxes. Another religion. So to say, Wall Street Journal, October 1st, 2008, satellite surveillance program to begin despite privacy concerns. Well, who, who cares about privacy concerns? We don't have any privacy. By so Brian Gorman, Washington, the Department of Homeland Security, will proceed with the first phase of a controversial satellite surveillance program even though an independent review found the department hasn't yet ensured the program will comply with privacy laws. Congress provided partial funding for the program and a little debated, (laughs) that means it's all pre-planned, you see, little debated, $634 billion, a country that's broke is going to spend this for this, you see, spending measure that will fund the government until early March. For the past year, the Bush administration had been fighting Democratic lawmakers over the spy program, known as the National Applications Office. That sounds so innocent, doesn't it? National Applications Office. The program is designed to provide federal, state, and local officials with extensive access to spy satellite imagery. But no eavesdropping, it says. Oh, that would be a different bill. That, That would be a different bill. To assist with emergency response and other domestic security needs, such as identifying where ports or border areas are vulnerable to terrorism what a joke. Since the Department proposed the program a year ago, several Democratic lawmakers have said that turning the spy lens on America could violate Americans' privacy and civil liberties unless adequate safeguards were required. Well, there ain't going to be any adequate safeguards. The whole point is to make sure that all these agencies can use these satellites and watch you. A new 60-page Government Accountability Office report said the Department lacks assurance that NAO operations will comply with applicable laws and privacy and civil liberty standards. According to a person familiar with the document, the report, which is unclassified but considered sensitive, hasn't been publicly released, but was described and quoted by several people who have read it. So we can get second-hand reports because it's, it's available to the public, but it's not released to them yet and it's sensitive. The report cites gaps in privacy safeguards. The department that found lax control to prevent improper use of domestic intelligence data by other agencies and provided insufficient assurance that requests for classified information will be fully reviewed to ensure it can be legally provided. Well, you see, it's all null and void, all that, that, secu- that um, privacy stuff, because pretty well everything in the U.S. is under Homeland Security. That's down to your police. Your local police, your post office even, is under Homeland Security. The nurse in the hospital is under Homeland Security. And so in that case, they can all have access to it. A senior Homeland Security official took issue with the GAO's broad conclusion, saying the department has worked hard to include many layers of privacy protection. Program activities have an unprecedented amount of legal review, he said, adding that the GAO is seeking a level of proof that can't be demonstrated until the program is launched. <laughs> and you know what they say about launching programs, there's no turning back, eh? Homeland Security spokeswoman and PR, you see, public relations, Laura Keener said, department officials concluded that the program complies with all existing laws, probably does, because, you see, they've given themselves the right to do all this through laws because the GEO report didn't say the program doesn't. <laughs> I can't read any more of this, because it's, it, it's, it's we're living in a tragic comedy. The world is, is literally a tragic comedy. And as I say, people can't tell fact from fiction, and they cannot discern information that flows to them, because we're all run by specialized departments, Knowledge is power. The last thing you give your target is power and knowledge. The last thing. There's no point in giving it at all. So you're, we're dealing, as I say, with uh, a Disneyland. A Disneyland that very few people will come through intact mentally. That's part of the idea is to create an alternate reality I've read all these documents before to the public and most people are in this alternate reality or one of the variations thereof depending on their own little hobbies whether it's new agey channeling spirits reading the stars or looking for reptiles who tend to stand vertically and shapeshift before they drink blood of people. And all of that utter, utter nonsense that people soak up and cannot get enough of. This is from FT.com, the Financial Times. An exit strategy published October 15, 2008. Governments may hold ordinary shares, but they will never be ordinary shareholders. Public recapitalization is a vital part of the solution to the banking crisis, but the two tier part nationalizing banking system it creates carries its own problems, and it may be a lasting legacy. The Swedish government has yet to sell off the stakes it took following its 1992 banking crisis. Some problems of public ownership seem insurmountable. Governments must insist that they will recover their investments and help must initially be offered on terms that will make it preferable to seek private sector support. And I I will finish this article after this break. Hi, folks. I'm Alan Walt Cutting Through the Matrix. I was going through an article from the Financial Times, which points out some of the obvious things, but think about it. Just think about this whole gambling casino, this big casino, this big roulette table. They call it the stock market. They call it the stock market, by the way, because market means animals, and the stock are the animals. That's farming terminology. The big boys who rig the system and who run it from the beginning, hold all the commanding shares... But all the up-and-coming greedy ones, the low-level psychopaths that want to get on the act, follow the big boys and always lose their shirts. But unfortunately, here they go, the taxpayer of the world has to bail them out, you see. Why should we bail out other people's addictions, gambling addictions? It's hmm? never asked. That's all it is. Bailing out gambler, gambling addicts, greedy gambling addicts making it all legal to loot the general public to pay for it all. And every bank on the planet is going to cash in on this and create more bubbles now that they're going to get the government to bail them out. That's how it works, quite simple. Because the ones you never trust in this world are the people you see with shirts and ties and business suits. That's the new uniform of modern Nazism. They all smile, too, very very nicely to you. That's a trait created the psychopath. They'll look you right in the eyes and make you think you're the only person alive in the world when they look at you and talk to you. And we never, ever learn. Do we? Never learn. And the last thing the public will do is say no. Why? Because they need organization. It's impossible to create organization today because the other side have created so many different camps all chasing all kinds of real and imaginary things. That is confusion. Your enemy is incapacitated. That's what you do when you're targeted. You're incapacitated. You cannot discern truth from fiction. I may have time for one caller. And there's Alex in Illinois. Are you there, Alex?
0: Uh, Yes, hello, Alan Watts. Thank you for taking my call. I know there is like a couple of minutes left. Yes. So I, I'm not going to ask my question that I prepared, but I guess, Alan, that uh, if you sold books on positive thinking and how to get rich overnight, I know. it would, would donate to you more.
1: And, yeah, well, uh, or if I told them how to get out-of-body experiences and so on and, and uh, or give them personal readings in the stars um, or, or tell them where you find the aliens, you
0: know? Yeah, and I was going to quote Madame Blavatsky who said that people are fascinated with the cult. Yes. And that's why uh, such people as David Icke and Tex Mars are getting so much money from selling books on different occultic theories and so forth. Yes. And
1: it's also an agenda out there, too, because, as I say, they always give leaders to the public to follow. mm -hmm. And that's part of PSYOP's warfare. You uh you find, too, that um, that uh, Weishaupt said the same thing, to entice people in to be used as willing fools. He says we always give, give them a great mystery and fascination. Hmm. And it works every
0: time. Hmm. Um, yeah. Alan, I've been reading Manly P. Hall's books on Mystic Christ and uh, Secret Destiny of America. Yeah. Uh, all right, I hear the music coming. We'll, th- we'll, th- we'll thank call you. in again uh, perhaps on Friday if you can. Yes, uh, certainly. do. Thank you so much, Alan Watts. Thanks for calling. Well, from Hamish
1: and myself in Ontario, Canada, where is raining like hell since it's freed us from yesterday mightily. It's good night to me, your god or your gods. Go with you. And if you have now a body experience, stay where you are once you get there. Don't come back here. It's much safer.